This is You're Doing Just Fine, and I'm Caitlin Hoffmeister. Today, I want to share with you my full conversation with Caroline Keys about her forthcoming album, and let's just jump into it. So this is the first interview episode of You're Doing Just Fine. Thanks, Caroline Keys, for being with me and doing this. Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> there are many reasons I thought of Caroline and wanted to interview you, Caroline, for the for the podcast, but I decided to ask you to be the first interview because I've never done a podcast before, and I'm really nervous and excited, and I feel like you are really just a warm, like, fun, adventurous person to do stuff with, and I've we've done some work together before where I've gotten to record you on film, so mm. I figured it would be fun to talk to you more. So my lovely guest today is Caroline Keys who is very complex, wonderful human, but who I think of as a musician, a teacher, a group leader. And in my experience with you, I haven't talked to you as a grief counselor, but I know that you do have experience with that and with teaching people poetry and how to express themselves in all stages of life. And so thanks, Caroline. Oh, thank you, Caitlin. Yeah. I'm so glad that this isn't film. <laughs> this is really nice to uh, to um, just be in the world of sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's usually where you are. Definitely. Can you tell me about art and music and what it means to you? I know that's a big mm. opening question, but you can ask. You can answer however oh. you like. Oh, I spend a lot of time playing music, and um, it's something that has kind of held different places throughout my life. Um, it's not something I ever studied. Um, and I feel like it's kind of how, um, I order the world and connect with the world. I used to work up in Glacier National Park and every time I would go on a hike in Glacier, I would, uh, kind of understand my bearings a little bit more by seeing things from different angles. And that's sort of how, I see music is that every time I go and have a different experience, I, I kind of have my bearing, get my bearings, um, a little, a little more. And rather than understanding things, um, via theory, um, I just like to get my hands wet and, um, and, uh, <laughs> see see what I can do it's it music is rarely something I do by myself and I feel like uh, here in Missoula I'm surrounded by these outrageously talented people who do understand it in in ways that I don't and I'm I, I feel like I'm constantly in grad school it's it's great <laughs> I play music to express myself I play music to comfort myself I play music so I don't have to talk <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks for talking with yeah, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's it's funny. After 14 years of playing in Missoula, it's like it's like wow, I've been to a lot of parties where I didn't have to talk to anybody, and, and that was really great. I play music also because it's a way to be in my community. Um, you know, I I end up present in really important moments in people's lives, whether it's a wedding or a funeral, or a 40th birthday party, or, um, uh, it's, and it's a, it's a real honor to be kind of trusted with that space. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely, when I think about music, uh, I'm thinking about community. 
I'm rarely thinking about technique or, <laughs> or theory or perfection, but it's just kind of a way to be here. Let's talk about your new album. How do you know when you're ready to record? Mm. Like, I guess that's a question more about composing. Mm. Well, I often think that I do things prematurely. There are certain songs that I have that are recorded that I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> that was, like, totally laid down for eternity in its infancy. And, like, there's so many things that, so many places that it, it could go. But there, there it is. At the same time, I really love deadlines, and they're really effective for me. And... It was interesting with this with this project. Some of the songs are old and homeless, <laughs> um, and they just they've been kicking around, and they just need a home mm-hmm. that I can visit and that people can visit. And then some of the songs are new and deliberately, I feel like, were written to be part of this project, and. Yeah, I mentioned before Virginia Center for Creative Arts. I've I've had three residencies there in the past couple of years, and and I applied for and got one for this winter that I ended up turning down for a couple of reasons. One that I was saving money, <laughs> and um, uh, two, um, it my some of my teaching work it just felt a little complicated to leave in gotcha. in the middle of winter, and um, and three when I really. Uh, thought about like when I applied and said and they asked you the question what are you going to work on when you're here I said I'm going to write more songs for this album which is what I've been saying for two or three years on my applications to go there and that's what I've been working on when I'm there Um, and like it kind of just became time to record the damn thing it was like it was like really like do I want to go like is it is it honest (laughs) to go be in that room again for three weeks when probably the best thing for this project is to assemble the band and book the studio time and get ready to do it rather than thinking about adding more and more and more because I could probably do that for the rest of my life and never never record it so so it just kind of it just felt like it was just time it needed to get kicked out of the nest and I still you know like I feel like in my mind, it's a little disjointy. Like, I feel like I probably still need to write a song or two that are going to be the glue that, I don't know, have, have a little bit of alchemy that'll make it feel like it all fits. And one thing that's glorious is that I have, I'm working with a team of people that are, you know, it sounds so good. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so proud and excited. Um, just of the sounds that they make. And it's interesting. I feel like just by necessity of the, this kind of time in my life, it's a really different, it's been a really different process. Like we are scheduled to meet once a week, but we actually probably meet once a month, maybe twice. So it does not quite feel like the like total immersion that um, previous projects have. And so that's, I feel a little uneasy that it feels different. Um, And at the same time, maybe I could, I'm working with people who I fully trust. And I trust myself with these songs because I've been singing them for, I've I've just 
been doing it for a while, mm-hmm. and maybe that's okay. Like you can kick that ladder yeah. out and not have to rehearse so many hours a week <laughs> um, lead, leading up to getting yeah. there. Just kind of trust that we all kind of have it. Then there's room for for dinking around in the studio too, and making yeah. things, letting them evolve. Cool. So, um, yeah. So yeah, how to know when it's time? I think the project lets you know when it's time. So you have recorded several albums with bands and as supporting other people and like you kind of leading a band and then mm. and supporting other people but this right is your first album as Caroline Keys. Yeah. Oh, it's really nerve-wracking. <laughs> <laughs> and I still haven't completely like I, like I still feel like I might get nervous and pull the plug on that on the name at some point. It just just weird it's weird on the it's funny it's initially weird for me on the like when you see an album with a woman's name on it like what I assume is like somebody in a coffee shop with a (laughs) stool and an acoustic guitar and there's like nothing wrong with that at all (laughs) and um and it's also something that I could never do in like ever in my in my life because uh, you're a collaboration junkie. Yeah, yeah, and so like there's like that part that has kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> um, and there's also like when I really start to think about it, like like there's a lovely mask in a band name, and also a love like not just a mask, but like I don't know, like a. Maybe I don't know blanket. I don't know what it is like. Like not necessarily that you're hiding behind it, but that you're you're covered. And I don't want to say protected, but like nourished or something. Like mm-hmm. uh, by being part of a collective. Yeah. And I do feel like that this recording is that way. But I do feel I do feel like there is a part of me that is like I need to do this. I need to make a record and put my name on it. And there's a lot of me that cringes at that. <laughs> Is it scary? Like, do you mm. feel brave putting your name on it? Mm. Like, I think I will if I if, if if that's if I could actually go out on the limb and really do it. Um, I will feel brave doing that. Man, it's crazy. I you know I I I've thought in the past that the roles that I'd been in had a lot of responsibility, but that feels enormous. And also not. It's like the music does what it wants. Like I, I, I don't have any worries about the stuff, you know, yeah. the sounds. Oh my gosh, they're great. I kind of wish it could just like float out into the universe and you didn't have to name it in a way. Yeah. <laughs> Deadlines are also nice for things will tell you what they want to be by by the very end. Like I yeah. don't have to know right this very second. Right. And that that may drive me crazy in some ways and that may <laughs> drive the people around me crazy in some ways. But it kind of, I don't know, I, I believe that things reveal themselves yeah. as they go along. I know it's probably scary for you, not scary, but a new, maybe weird thing to put an album out under your name. But do you think, do you think that's entirely up to you? Like, do you think that the, what about the people playing with you? Like, maybe they want that and the people who are fans of you maybe you know what how, what do you think about that about your name mm. 
Hmm. belonging to other people in a way maybe that's why it feels weird oh that's it that's interesting that's funny like when I whenever I talk to anyone about the project like I feel like I've gotten pretty much unanimous like support like yes like I want to buy that record Mm -hmm. or you know I yes it's time and that that feels cool (laughs) um and I actually because I'm just so damn nervous like I haven't actually totally had a conversation with the people I'm recording with and probably because I haven't really had it with myself like about like really like what like like what is this and and like to a to like sometimes probably a frustrating degree like I always am like trying to tune in to the you know what the universe is saying to tell me what to do like not in a like voices sort of way, but, but in a, in a, I don't know, just like a figure. Yeah. It's sort of like water always runs downstream. Like everything's going to, the path is going to appear. That is an interesting, uh, Matt Tipton, who's playing drums on the project, uh, was encouraging me to apply to Red Ants Pants Festival. And I'm like, well, like we, uh, we don't have a recording yet. And like, you know, I was just kind of like waffling and he's like, dude, like we're just your backup band. Like you, you can just send them anything, and and like, and I'm like, oh gosh, like you're like it's not just my backup, like <laughs> right, right, and, and like, and, but it was inter- it was interesting to hear his take because it was helpful. It was helpful for me to understand at least how somebody else sees mm-hmm. it, or at least saw it that day. I, I don't know, and I th- yeah. I feel like even this week tomorrow at rehearsal, I I think that we're gonna need to talk about names, and I don't even know. Like, do we call ourselves? What do we do? Is it yeah. Caroline and the, or is it uh, I don't know. Caroline and the keys. Yeah, Carol. Right, I know. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like what? Yeah. So that it feels kind of cringy to me, but but that's a good. It's good because it's it's progress. I mean, everybody is so thoughtful. I should say that I'm that I'm making this recording with Matt Tipton, playing drums and trombone, and Gibson Hartwell playing pedal steel and drums and Jeff Terman playing upright bass and singing and Nate Beal singing and uh, playing electric guitar and mandolin and I'm playing banjo and guitar and singing and um, who knows what all everybody will actually end up playing but that's what (laughs) it looks like so far Um, and they're all geniuses and incredibly thoughtful you know there was a moment when when we were possibly going to record at a different time that didn't work for Matt Tipton and he's like look I don't want to I don't want want to you you like I don't want to prevent this from happening like and so you don't need to plan around me and and actually uh John Moen from the Decemberists had offered to possibly um help out with some drum stuff at one point which was like oh sweet and uh, Gibson was like, well, we could just go over and record with John Mullen. And I was like, you know, like, I like Matt Tipton's drumming. I mean, John Mullen's cool. <laughs> and all, yeah. But I really love Matt Tipton's drumming. And it like it like I feel like it's more organic that we're all like doing this together. Right. And um, it's not a studio band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we are doing it together. And and I don't know really how to honor that in a name. I don't know. Sorry, you're you're catching me in part of in part of my little con- Thanks qu- for quandary. Me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, and everybody's like 
like I could just play the songs on their own and they'd be boring, but it's like these people are so responsible for so much of the sound. Um, and I will. Like they're uh, cherry picked. Well, by you yeah, as well. right, like right. You just that you were like, nope, yep. it's got to be Matt Tipton. It's, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's got to be Matt Tipton. God, he makes great sounds, <laughs> um, and they all do. It's just this is the first time I've really gotten to play with him outside of the best westerns, cool. and that's really it's been really cool. Um, I will say one weird thing about about this project is that I'm the only girl, and like. You know, my first band, the Broken Valley Roadshow, at one point there were five women and three men <laughs> in that band. And, like, that felt about right cool. to, to me. Yeah. You know, um, and um, the New Hijackers was an all-girl band fronted by Travis Yost. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Stella Rondo had initially three women and two men right. in it. Um, and... It's really weird. It's just weird to... I don't feel completely right. Like, it feels like I should... It just... It, like, it's not that it feels icky. Right, in, right. Musically or interpersonally, but, like, when I talk about it, I'm like, the guys, the guys, the guys. And I'm like, oh, man, no. Like, that's... it. That that feels strange to me. Um, and that's actually really rare that that you've gotten to work with so many women. I feel like I see... Tons of bands where there's only one woman. One, uh, yeah. 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 No, I think, yeah. Oh, that's it's cool. Super common. And, yeah. you know, I, like, and I, it might be too much of a generalization, but, like, I do have a lot of women friends who play music, and a lot of them um, kind of reach a certain point where, where family has become number one, and that's awesome, like, and, like, I feel like that that's something that a lot of my my female peers, like, that that's something, that's a, that's a juggle for them. And it's mm-hmm. and it's not for me. Who knows? Like, like I don't know. Like, who knows how that shakes out? Um, but that's just kind of where this, this project is right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I love playing with girls, <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So the the new album coming out. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're it's supposed to be closing. Keys. Hi, it's Caitlin from the future. At this point in our conversation, Caroline and I tried to wrap things up, and I assured her that I was a very good editor and I could make something out of it, but I couldn't. We just kind of devolved into talking about the next thing, and I. We'll have another episode with Caroline sometime in the future about her work working at a grief camp and just doing wonderful things. But since I'm in the future, now I can tell you that Caroline has an album coming out in April. She did record with her band. She did meet with them that week to talk about what to call themselves. I think it was an ongoing conversation. And until recently, last I had heard is that they were called the Lane Splitters. And while I was working on this episode, I talked to Caroline and said, what do I tell people at the end of this podcast? And she said, it's complicated. The band is called Caroline Keys and the Lane Splitters. And she's planning to release and record under Caroline Keys. The album is called Mean to Stay, and it's out in April. 
And I'll be sure to update my website, justfinepodcast.com, when the album's officially out so you'll be able to find it. She also has a SoundCloud account, so you should check it out and listen to a sample track that she should be getting up there pretty soon. I want to thank Caroline Keys for sitting down and being my first guest and also making the music for this podcast and making all the music that she does make. And I want to thank you for listening. You can find more of You're Doing Just Fine at iTunes or SoundCloud on Facebook and at the website justfinepodcast.com. Thanks. And you're doing just fine. favorite role playing music is being a backup singer really yeah why is yeah. that it is it's like the most intricate listening Kelly, Kelly Hogan's says that it's 90% listening and 10% output and that is just the sweet spot for me I think <laughs>